story of giving. Did I say this is a story of giving? Because what I really meant was this is the story of giving. Um, the scripture that we're using is Malachi. Uh, can you put that scripture up, Crystal? And I've always found this scripture fascinating because every church that I've ever been to, they use this scripture before uh, tithes and offering. They were like, will a man rob God? Oh, I don't have that. Will a man rob God? <laughs> you have robbed me in tithes and offering. And you know, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I, you know. And, and so I, I delved into this, you know, because whenever I'm fascinated by something, I go into it and I do all this research. And um, what they were going through, Israel was being Israel, and um, they had turned against the Lord. But the Lord said, and this is the message version uh, of that scripture, and he says, bring your full tithe to the temple treasury so that there will be ample provisions in my temple. Test me in this and see if I do not open up heaven itself to you and pour out blessings beyond your wildest dreams. The scripture to go is Malachi 3.10b. Test me in this and see if I don't open up heaven itself to you and pour out blessings beyond your wildest dreams dreams. I'm going to read you the story of giving, and I want you to s listen and see if you can find yourself in it. Can you go back to the beginning? The story of giving. Okay, great. Once upon a time, you all may know this. Some of you may know it really well. Once upon a time, there was a little red hen who lived on a farm. She was friends with a lazy dog, a sleepy cat, and a noisy yellow duck. You guys know this? <laughs> One day, the little red hen found, found some seeds on the ground. The little red hen had an idea. She would plant the seeds. The little red hen asked her friends, who will help me plant these seeds? Not I, barked the lazy dog. Sorry, I do this with Dot when I read stories, so. Uh, hmm, not I, purred the sleepy cat. Ah, not I, quacked the noisy yellow duck. This is why she likes story time with me. Then I will, said the little red hen. So she planted the seeds all by herself. When the seeds had grown, the little red hen asked her friends, who will help me cut the wheat? Not I, barked the lazy dog. Maybe I should stop doing that, huh? Hmm. <laughs> Not I, purred the sleepy cat. Not I, quack, quack, quacked the noisy yellow duck. Then I will, said the little red hen. So she cut the wheat all by herself. Stephanie, you like this? 
When all the wheat was cut, the little red hen asked her friends, who will help me take the wheat to the mill to be ground into flour? Oh, not I, barked the lazy dog. Hmm, not I, purred the sleepy cat. Quack, quack, not I, quacked the, lazy, the noisy yellow duck. Okay, then I will, said the little red hen. So she brought the wheat to the mill all by herself, ground the wheat into flour, and carried the heavy sack of flour back to the farm. The tired little red hen asked her friends, who will help me bake the bread? <clears throat> Not I, barked the lazy dog. Mm, not I, purred the sleepy cat. Quack, quack, not I, quacked the noisy yellow duck. Then I will, said the little red hen. So she baked the bread all by herself. When the bread was finished, the tired little red hen asked her friends, who will help me eat the bread? I will, barked the dog. Oh, ho! Oh, I will, purred the sleepy cat. Quack, 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 I will, quacked the noisy yellow duck. No, said the little red hen. I will. And she ate the bread all by herself. <laughs> so what does this have to do with Giving. You don't know? What is giving? When we say tithe, we think of money because that's how we're trained to think. But a tithe is just a tenth. That's what tithe means. It means tenth. In Hebrew, tithe means tenth. Um, in Old English, it means tenth because in Hebrew, it means tenth. So it's a tenth of what you have. They gave a tenth of the stuff they grew, the animals that they had. So when we bring it to modern day, we're talking about a tenth. We're talking about a tithe of your time, service, tithe of your money, if you have it, a tithe of your talent, a tithe of whatever you have to give. If you can't do anything but come and paint, that's your tenth, then you come and paint. If you can't do anything but come and play, then you come and play. That's your tenth. But we don't do that. And the reason we don't do that is because we're afraid. Part of it is we're afraid. I'm, the other part of it is that maybe we don't know. Another part of it is that you're just not going to do it. And that's where I say that's between you and God. Now, the reason I... Well, God told me to use the story. <laughs> and the reason I use the story, because God has the book, and I was going to read the book, but the re and it's the same. And the reason we use the story is because this is how we are. This is how the body of Christ is. We want to sit around while one or two people serve, one or two people give, one or two people share of their talent, and we want to be in that church. We don't want to do what God has put in us to do. And the only way to develop those gifts and talents is to utilize them. 
That's why I get Naili up here to sing all the time. Because the more she sings up here, the more confident she'll become. Because if she messes up here, it's no big deal. That's why I want all of the youth to use their gifts and their talents in here. Because when they do it in here, we got to figure out a way for Jordan to get his skateboard in here so he can show how to do kick flips and ollies and all that kind of stuff. So he can use those gifts and talents. And, and, and you're laughing about that, but there are people out there making money doing what he does in his spare time for free. There are dudes out there getting endorsements. There are dudes out there getting paid. I was on a plane with a dude. He says, yeah, I, I, I fly around and I just go do tricks. I was like, on your skateboard? Black guy. He was like, yeah, you know him. I think we talked about it. And he was like, yeah. And I said, they pay you to do that? He's like, yeah. I got sponsors. I got this. I got that. So, hey. So my point, in, my point is this. Let me put these somewhere so I won't forget them because I'll be stuck here by myself. Um, my point is this. When I say to you, you can give if you want to. And if you don't give, that's between you and God. I mean that with every fiber of my being. <laughs> it may sound callous. It may sound like I'm not concerned. But that's between you and God. God told me and Pastor Teresa to start this church. I believe that he would not do that unless he made a plan for us. No matter what it looks like, no matter who comes, no matter who leaves, no matter what we're facing, no matter if we have to go back to the hotel and stay at the hotel for five years, he has a plan, and I believe that. And because I believe that, it puts a demand on him because I have faith that he's going to work this thing out. See, tithing is an act of faith. It's an act of faith. There have been people in here who said, you know what, we couldn't pay our rent, but we decided to tithe, and our rent was paid. Now, we're not prosperity pastors. We're not going to say to you that if you give, you're giving. I'm not, I'm not about that because that drives me nuts. But what I am about is obedience. Right? So when we say, pay your tithes, whatever tithe you have, however God has spoken to you about that, that's what you need to be doing. If you're not doing that, it's got nothing to do with me. If you're not doing it because of me, then you need to come to me and tell me what I'm doing so I can stop doing it because I don't want you to be in trouble with God. Right? So... The Hebrews gave three tithes. So we, 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 we cry about one-tenth. They gave three, twice a year. They gave three tithes, and I'll talk about that next time, three. They gave one every three years. So that year, they had to give three. So they give two, they give one of their, of their, of their goods, of their gifts. Then they have to go to, that's the traveling. Traveling there, and, I, and I'll get all into, into that later. I don't want to delve, delve too deep into that. Um, now... So they gave three. So that's what the Lord says, because I was always wondering about the full tithe. What's the full tithe? He said, give fully. Can you go back to the scripture, Malachi, please? 310. Bring your full tithe to the temple. So they brought what they had to the temple. They stored it in the temple, right? They stored it in the temple for whoever needed it. Everything, whether it was money, whether it was food, whether it was cattle, whatever it was, they stored it. And they made provision. The third type was for the widows, your neighbors, foreign people in the land who couldn't get jobs. I'll say it again, foreign people in the land, meaning people not like us, people who weren't us. They had to look after them. God required it. But we 
We gripe about a tenth. Gripe about a tenth. And I, 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 this is, the Lord told me to read this, and they, <laughs> I'm, well, God, I'm doing what you said. I want you all to understand where we're going. God is about to breathe on the church. And when he breathes on the church, the individual families will be affected. That means he's breathing on your home as well. Uh, and when he does that, the thing that I've been praying about is how do we conduct ourselves during that time? When everything is going well, how do we conduct ourselves? How do we look to the people out there? When things are going bad and we're on our knees all the time, you know, this, this, this you know. But when things are going great, do we conduct ourselves the same way? Do we still spill time with the Lord? Do we still tithe? Do we still give our time? Do we still give of our talents? That's what tithing is, giving of our talents, giving of our time. Giving and service go together. These are the last two um, building blocks for this year. They go hand in hand. You can't not, you can't serve and not give because you're giving of yourself. You're giving of your time. You're giving of what you have. When, you, when we come here on Thursdays, we come here on Thursdays, we give of our time. We're sitting in here, we're learning these songs, we're trying to, and we're trying to get ready. We're trying to be in God's presence. And God's working through us. God's working with us. God's using us. And it's the same thing. Any, when Ms. Clara comes, when ZP comes, and everybody comes in the morning and, they, and they're setting up, it's the same thing. When Stephanie is with the kids, when we're cleaning up after, she's been, <laughs> Stephanie's been here uh, when everybody's gone. It's just me and Pastor Teresa and uh, Stevenson trying to put everything together, trying to get everything back in order. Everybody's gone. The kids are running around. And Stephanie's like, look, I'll stay. I'll stay with the kids and give you an opportunity. Service. She may not even know that. I don't, I don't, I don't know if she does. <laughs> did, she, did, you, did you know? Canada, you're welcome. You didn't know? You're welcome. You kind of knew, sort of, sort of kind of didn't know. Okay, so it's service because this is what happens. The Lord puts it in your heart. The Holy Spirit downloads it into you. But then we wave it away. We say, oh, well, I, they, they might think, I, what you care what they think? What, I, they might think this. They may think that. And if, and, if, and if it's to me and Pastor Teresa, well, she's nicer Somebody told, me, somebody told me she's nicer. So you can go to her and talk to her. She's nicer. If you think I'm not nice, then that's cool. And if you think I'm not nice, then go talk to Rod first, right? <laughs> go talk to Rod first. And then, but, but if God downloads it, in, if God downloads it, the Holy Spirit downloads it into your mind, into your heart, that means he's making provision for you to do it. When you don't do it, that stream dries up because he didn't give it to anybody else but you. So if he told you to come and wipe down the couches, you know, I ain't wiping down no couches, okay. So you didn't do it. So this avenue that the Lord has made for you to do it dries up. And this person here that's waiting on you to do what God called you to do doesn't get what they need. So if they don't, they don't get what they need, they don't do, and then they don't do. And it's like, what's the thing, what's the movie? Uh, Good, good passing on, one, uh, one good turn. Pay it forward. It's like pay it forward. But we don't do that. Because we are doubting the Lord's voice. How do I know when the Lord is speaking to me? How do you know when the Lord is speaking to you? 
You don't have to answer that. I'll tell you how I know when the Lord is speaking to me. When the Lord is speaking to me is this. and write a text. Send write a text. I, I'm, okay, I'm going to do it. Let me finish washing the dishes. I'm, I'm going to do it. Just, I'm just, let me just rinse this one pan. I'm almost done. I'm almost send write a text. Stop right now and send write a text. But I don't do it. And then I finish washing my dishes and I forget. And then the Lord tells me later when I'm praying, oh, Lord, you're the great, I, uh, stop all that noise. You didn't do, this is how he talks to me, this, you didn't do what I told you to do when you're supposed to send out a text. Oh, my bad, I forgot. It was just a text. You don't know what he needed at that point to hear. Well, I, I don't know what I was going to say. If you had gone to pick up your phone, I would have told you what to say. You don't know what he needed to hear. And then I hear later, oh, man, I was going through this, this, that, and the other. But I don't say, I was supposed to send you a text. I mean, I, I will tell him, I was supposed to send you a text at that time, but I didn't do it. There are people waiting for you. This is not, this is not just about giving. God's going to take care of Hallel. Yes, we need the tithes. Yes, we need the money. Yes, we're moving. Yes, 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 yes. But God is going to take care of this house. If you think that is callous, I'm sorry, I believe it, and I'll walk in it, and I'll tell anybody that. And, but if you don't do what God has asked you to do, that's between you and God. I can't help you. I can't help you. I can pray for you. I can cry out for you. I can intercede for you, but God is going to do this. Move out of the way. I told them to do it. It's like what? How many people used to, well, how many people have brothers and sisters that they used to stand instead of so they wouldn't get in trouble? You understand? You understand? When they get in trouble, you're like, okay, and you're trying to explain, and the parent says, this ain't between me and you. This is between me and them. My mother didn't do that. She would beat whoever was in the way. So I was like, you're on your own. <laughs> You know, after the first couple times, I realized that she would just start swinging. You know, so I, I had to, you know. And that's what it is. That's what it is. You understand what I'm saying to you? Because this is about more than tithing. It's, about the, it's like the little red hen. We want to sit around. And we, and I'm not saying that's any of you. I'm talking about the body of Christ. I'm talking about the body of Christ. And we don't want our church to be like that. This church, this church... It's going to be a hub of faith. This church, when people walk through that door, when you walk through that door, it's a hub of faith because we walk in it because God has done miracles in our lives. He's done miracles in our marriages, in our homes. He's done these miracles because we're walking it out. How do we get there? I don't know. You just put one foot in front of the other and you follow what the Lord is saying. But if you are working and you are not tithing, that's between you and God. If you're working and you're not giving, that's between you and God. If you're working and you're not serving, if you come here and you don't give any type of tithe, a tenth of your time, a tenth of service, a tenth of money, a tenth of whatever, that is between you and God. God is going to take care of Hallel. 
I believe it. And that's why I say it. My wife, knowing me from the past, thinks I'm saying it to be combative. I'm not saying it to be combative. I'm saying it, let's do this. I'm saying it to be encouraging. So how can I say it to be more encouraging? What can I say? God's going to take care of Hallel. You do what you got to do. How can I say it? Take off. God's going to take care of Hallel. Amen? <laughs> take off the do what you got to do. <laughs> All right, so I won't say do what you got to do. I'll just say God's going to take care of Hallel. Okay? So that's the first part of this message. Um, I want you to think about which one are you? Are you the noisy yellow duck? Are you the sleepy, purring cat? Are you, are you the lazy dog? Think about it. Think about which one you are, all right? Because when we move, help me, Father. When we move, the Lord will put more demands on your time. He will put more demands on your talents, on your gifts. He will put more demands on your service. The reason is because it increases your faith. How? How do you think that increases your faith? Not everybody one time. It does. It helps you grow. Yes, right. As you commit more to him, deeper still, deeper, deeper. Because people are going through, going through things. The church, the body of Christ in this country is weak. It is weak. It is weak because, it is weak because I, I feel like a lot of our leaders don't call stuff out. And that's what it is. There's a story where Joshua is talking about sinning against the Lord. I don't know if you've never read this. The, the, the uh, Genesis is really interesting. And there's a guy, because the, the, men, the, Lord, the Lord separated them, because the Hebrews were consecrated. These are my people. He was like, you guys need to stop being with other women and being with other people from different tribes. Joshua's talking. Yes. And as Joshua's talking, there is a dude having uh, relations with this Moabite woman in the tent right where Joshua's talking. This other cat picks up a spear, walks in, both of them. Joshua's like, see, that's what I'm talking about. We got to stop doing that. And they keep rolling. I'm not saying it's got to be that dramatic, but what I am saying is the Lord has consecrated us. We are consecrated. We have to act like we're consecrated. We have to believe that we're consecrated. So we're having problems. We're having problems. We're having problems with the landlords. So we're having problems with the neighbors. We're having problems at jobs. So, so what? These things are to help you with your faith. These things are to drive you to your knees. These things are to say, Lord, get me through this so that the next thing Oh, I, I, I got this. I know you're going to take care of this. And the next thing, you're going to take care of this. You're going to take care of this. You're going to take care of this. Pretty soon, your faith is like here. 
And the Lord says, I'm going to do miracles through you for other people. This ain't just about me and Pastor Teresa. It's about you. We can't be a faith hub if we have faith and you don't have faith. We can't be a faith hub if I have faith and she doesn't have faith. We can't be a faith hub in our marriages. One person has faith and the other person doesn't have faith. It won't work. Amen? Okay. Lord, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus. And we say, yeah, we're done. We say, <laughs> we say thank you. We say thank you for your grace. We say thank you for your mercy. We say thank you for your favor, Lord. I know uh, this message today was unorthodox, and we will get into the minutia of uh, tithing uh, next week, Lord. But that was for somebody. I don't know whose body. I don't know what, Lord. But I ask that you touch him right now in the name of Jesus, Father. And my prayer Lord, goes forth to all Hallelians, Lord. Anybody who's ever, ever darkened the door of Hallel, Lord, if they came to visit, if they were members at one point, if they are still members, Lord, I am praying for them, Lord. I am praying for their families, Lord. I am praying for them in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they go deeper with you, Lord, as you are taking us deeper. My prayer, Lord, is that this becomes a hub of faith, Lord, that every member of Hallel has a level of faith that is unprecedented, Lord, that they walk in the belief that you are going to do something for them, Lord. And because of that, they want to do all that they can for you, Lord. As we go throughout this week, Lord, no matter what we're facing, Lord, walk us through it, Father. Have the Spirit of the Lord whisper in our ears. You can do it. I am pleased with you. Hold my hand. I will walk you through it. You can do it. I am pleased with you. Hold my hand. I will walk you through it. You can do it. I am pleased with you. Hold my hand. I will walk you through it. You can do it. I am pleased with you. Hold my hand. And I will walk you through it. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Because I was like, I don't know what this is.